Hey friends, it's Jace. Oh yes, it's Char. And you're tuned into Kiss and Tell Radio. Cardi B, Nikki, it's Auntie. <laughs> Nikki, Cardi B, come help me. Now you know we love you both. So help Auntie spread this quote. Remember in November to vote. Millennials, my millennials. Jesus. It's your turn to take center stage. There's a man in the highest office who puts children in a cage. Hey. <laughs> now everybody knows I can tell a joke, but see, I need y'all to get woke. Woke. Child. So, get out and vote. Cardi B and Nikki help me. Hallelujah! <laughs> Take a wild guess who played that clip. A wild <laughs> guess. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's Goody in the hoodie. Uh, you look refreshed, Char. Have you been, like, taking a break? I have taken a much-needed break from the cat radio. Hashtag same sis. I've been inundated. I'm sure you have, too, as far as people like, where the hell is the show? You know, DMs, tweets, phone calls, emails. Smoke signals, carrier pigeons. Just all the bit. But guess what? We're back. Yes, we are. Um, It was a much-needed break. A lot has happened in the past few months. We kind of left off with Cat 100 or celebrating our 100th episode. I was so high. Yeah, well, last time we were here, you were high because we were at the Friends on Live out in uh, Beverly Hills. Yes. And the next morning, we, me and Char uh, stayed out until the wee hours of like the night. Like fools, like idiots! Like undergrad college students. Like Cardi B and Nikki, help me. <laughs> Andrew and Fluis. <laughs> and we literally pretty much had to get up um, and go to do the show. Yeah. And Char was still high from the night before. I had an edible. Yeah. And I was going through it on top of that. So. Compliments of Justin Ross. Yes. Compliments of D. Ross. Now, we have a special guest in studio this week. Mm-hmm. I call him KP Holla 100, even though that's not his social media name. It just <laughs> kind of looks like that if you read it fast. Uh, KP's world, Kyle. So Kyle Price is an actor, model, TV personality, and brand ambassador based out of NYC. Currently starring in the second season of Slay TV's Love at First Night, Kyle has previously worked with BET, O2 Luxury Wear, The Tenth Magazine, Dream Nation TV, and Vibe Magazine. He spent the past three years focusing on his craft and is passionate about turning challenges into opportunities. Hey! Mm. Kyle is looking forward to doing more acting, commercial work, and correspondent work in the future. Welcome to the show. Hey, y'all. Did y'all miss the bell? Did you guys miss me? Y'all are probably in they your They brought car. the bell back for me, and I feel special because right. of that. I was going to ring it earlier, but I'm like, I'll let you do it first, and then I'll bang later. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Right. Okay. That's like a Wendy Williams mic. Oh, don't touch the mic. Oh, got this it. This is for my point. Oh, okay. By the way, we have to shout out to our uh, sound engineer, Bird. Yes. Mm-hmm. We she love Bird. She gave us these delicious pressed juices. She, she got pressed juicery. I'm drinking... Um, which one is this? I'm drinking Roots 3. It has beet, apple, lemon, and ginger. It's 100% juice. Oh, wait. That was... I got a lot more in mine. I got Roots 1. So what I got beets, carrot, kale, spinach, romaine, parsley, cucumber, lemon, and orange. Oh, you got a 100% lot going on. juice. You know I am. What I'm, the hell is... What, what sense does it make for the flavor palette to put romaine in the juice? 
Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't know. We should it's not that. really healthy. It's like more of a filler, right? Mm. But what are you filling? It sounds nice. I don't know. It's green, crunchy water mm, yeah. like celery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you have, Kyle Price? Um, mine's a little more succinct to the point. I got orange, turmeric, Fuji, apple, and lemon. I What's yours got named, one. though? Uh, wait, where does it say it? It says it right under the pressed juicery sticker. Like oh. mine says roots three. Like right before oh. the ingredients are listed. Oh, it doesn't say anything. Really? Wait, oh, yeah, I don't see nothing. Oh. Oh. I got the unnamed one. It's fine. It's fine. Bird, do it's you fine. know? Just yeah. orange turmeric. Orange turmeric, Fuji, apple. You know, turmeric is good for uh, inflammation if oh, you're no. inflamed anywhere. Yes, I oh. learned that. I used to drink turmeric oh, okay. tea. Not yeah. that I was inflamed, but <laughs> <laughs> I just, you guys know how I can be sometimes. Oh, yes, yes, we do. My face feels a little puffy, so that's perfect. Perfect. Yes. But you're about to be out here dipping and doing in these streets Dipping and later. doing it. That's the point. Yeah, I'm visiting L.A. But I had to come see you guys first while I'm out here in L.A. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to, you know, thought and bop. Around the, around the city a little bit later, As you probably. should. I mean, it's God intended, you know? And your outfit's cute, too. It's very thought. Kyle is wearing um, <laughs> these creamsicle mm. Reeboks yes. and, like, retro windbreaker, but, like, poom poom shorts. What's the S for? Is that for me? Did you wear that for Char? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the S is for, it's the name of the brand. It's called Soul Boy. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's I'm not nice. doing no more jobs because they're not paying me no money for this. So that's oh, fine. <laughs> that's fine. You should have omitted that and just said it's just for like, sure, honey. Uh, like, like. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, this yep. summer, our our we left off our live show was Sunday, June 17th. We are now at damn near September 17th. We mm. practically are at mm-hmm. September 17th. These are past. While we record, uh, uh-uh. it's September. 15th today, right? Okay, I don't know. 14th. 14th, yeah. We're recording this. I don't know when this will be released, guys, but we're back. We told you we'd be back in September. Mm-hmm. We got a few changes going on as we far as personnel. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's going to come. Good it's behavior. Come. <laughs> but anywho, so. We're on probation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Jace, I have to ask you as my co-host, how was your summer spent? We've been, we, it's been a few months. It's been a few months. And, you know, because Char and I are also friends outside of the mic, we were spending a lot of time together. I will say one of the, my favorite moments of this summer was the Insecure Party. Yes, uh, that was a highlight. Shout out to Twitter. Yeah, so Twitter hosted a... The Blackbirds, um, Twitter Blackbirds. Black, yeah, Twitter Blackbirds. They hosted a Insecure launch party for the season premiere. Mm-hmm. And they had emailed me. And I'm still trying to figure out how I got on this list. Right. Because literally we, we walked in. And it's the cast of Insecure, a cast and crew, and maybe like six to ten other people who were just regular folk. Can you pause that? I just yeah. had an email, well, a message on my fan page on, on Facebook, and it says, I'm going to read this <laughs> verbatim. Oh, God. Am an African looking for a white man to for love. That's literally all it says. There's no context. Am an African Looking for a white man. They probably threw that shit in Google Translate and didn't come out right. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) It sounds like shenanigans. I don't have time for spam. But go ahead. The Insecure Party, which happened in August. Yeah, it happened in August. So it was good. It was a good show. Um, It was the bomb. It was bomb. Good is an understatement. And Roscoe's and Tacos Mm. catered the whole thing. There was a DJ, open bar. Delicious desserts. Mm Mm-hmm. I was stuffed silly, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, with the Roscoe's, like, my plate consisted of, I think I had a, a fried chicken breast, a fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat the waffle. I just wanted yeah. the chicken. Mm. I had a wing, like, three tacos, Ooh. a veggie, a fish, and a chicken with all the fixings. They even had the guac. 
Mm-hmm. And, and a little dollop of mac and cheese. Like, oh. my plate was It was lit. Fusion. It was lit. It was like, literally, you know those, like, picnic tables that are yeah. just long? They had, like, two of those full of food. Full of food. There was, was no awesome. spare space. And, and Roscoe's then, and tacos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it was Roscoe's chicken and waffles and then, like, a taco, like, truck type situation. Yeah, it was very oh, okay. Southern California, L.A. Okay, I was about boys. to ask. I thought there was just Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Oh, no. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, the, oh, there's more. No, oh, no, no. Yeah. no. Oh, that oh, is, that's okay. what it was. There's chicken and waffles. But they provided sides. Because that's how we had the mac and cheese and stuff. Got it. Um, and then we had, like you mentioned, the open bar. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I was sloshed. You know, yeah. Lisa loves a good cocktail. Well, the thing mm-hmm. is, is that we stayed for the first West Coast or East Coast premiere first, and we missed it because literally no, everybody. We, didn't miss it. we were there. I'm saying, but we missed an opportunity to fully engage because we were so consumed with keeping up with live tweets, and a lot of people were talking. Right, right. Yeah, because so they had, had Hootsuite, w- yes. like five different. Um, Twitter channels going through so those live tweets. There were like, two the big th- projectors. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. One with the show okay. and then one with lot in real time tweets coming in with like five different columns for like at Issa Rae, uh-huh. hashtag insecure, hashtag insecure HBO. <laughs> like literally. So it was just constantly Twitter. moving. Yeah, I'm sure it was moving at lightning speed yeah, too. Yeah, so we were pretty drunk because we, we were there for probably five hours of drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bar. oh yeah. Photo right. booth. It was mm-hmm. good. Oh, do y'all do y'all pictures before you get drunk or yes. after you get drunk? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we walked into the function, uh, oh, okay. and I discovered that there, that there was a photo booth, I said, let me get my pictures over with now. Yeah, because after a while, it's just like, don't even look at me. Because the, <laughs> the DJ had it crunking. Uh-huh. It was thotting and bopping in the in the function. I and I knew that when, when Blow the Whistle and Formation's coming on and I'm sweating oh. out my blowout and sweating out my press, <laughs> I have no time to then go take pictures. So let's right, take right. it while we still have Humpty Dumpty piece together. That's it. That's Do you it. watch the show, Kyle? Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, I actually watched um, the latest episode yesterday. The best one. It Season is Season three, one, episode yes. five, Beachella. Yes. Beyonce or Bus. Right. We love it. Yeah. So we actually did a promo video for uh, Twitter Blackbirds, and they asked us a question. Um, what is the hashtag? They asked us a lot of questions. A lot of That's that, why I'm scared to see the that, rest. I know. I'm like, oh, is there more videos coming out? We were, dr- we were drunk was, at that point. I was sloshed. <laughs> Like, Massage. I was beyond drunk by the time Twitter asked me to sit and down it's not beer oh, and do an interview. That's probably, they probably waited just to get you in that moment. It was like, get the messy answer, L- too. They literally just grabbed us by the arm and took us to a room in the back. Oh, wow. This is after, like, three or four mm-hmm. of whatever I was having. <laughs> and this is not no light stuff. This wasn't no rosé. No, it was hard it was heavy-handed. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was no beer and wine. This was hard liquor. Oh, top it was shelf. Mess. With Whiskey Roscoe's, chicken and or vodka were your options. Oh. And then I think Got I had, it. like, two or three glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. Listen, I was living my best life. You were because you was mixing <laughs> wine and hard liquor. You just didn't care. Shout out to Dr. John Paul and Jim Nika who are also there as yeah. well. Oh, okay. But yeah, so but our, our the hashtag. Was, yeah. So yeah. what was what is your hashtag for insecure? Like just for content and stuff like that? that for they sure. have What's there? the first yeah. thing that comes to mind? Um hashtag foolishness. Like this mm. a lot of it's a lot of foolishness that goes on there, like um, Having sex on the Ferris wheel and and without just random, checking the meat. Shout out to Jennifer ch- Lewis. She just <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that's what that's, she that's did advice. just hop on the meat, and I was like, you know what? 
whatever God is going to throw my way. Oh, yeah, because that was her first time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That is, no, actually, actually, she did check the meat the episode before when they jumped in the pool. But you so didn't you, check it. Just uh, true, true, Just true. because you see somebody briefly get naked and jump in a pool does not equate mm-hmm. when they're fully erect. Like, you got to, mm-hmm. one of Jennifer Lewis's tips <laughs> in, in the chapter Dick Diva uh-huh. in the in the in her book, The Mother of Black Hollywood, by the way, you guys should get it, and I strongly suggest you get the audio book because it's Jennifer reading to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's always check. The meat. <laughs> Ding. And I, to- I totally agree. Like, yeah. if Issa just, I mean, but listen, she was on drugs. Well, she, you know, she had popped something and had a little fun. Right. And mm-hmm. we all have slip ups. Mm-hmm. I've had instances where I haven't checked the meat. You didn't right. check the meat? Oh, I've had instances. Are you kidding me? It happens. It's now, how happens. That, yeah. so how's that conversation? Is it like a quick glance or do, I, do you actually like, let me examine your package? I examine. Let me like, lift you up your do balls. A whole... I fully examine because oh, okay. you can fully examine let me. See me. That taint. You can fully examine. <laughs> I don't need to see that. But yeah, I, that's I do like a, f- a bonus piece. The I do a full yeah, examine, a full examination, because I feel like I'm owed that. I don't yeah. want to, you know, then go to sleep or go home and be like, mm. I should have checked the meat. Right, right, right. I want to have full confidence. <laughs> and that doesn't mean anything, because you can mm. still contract things mm-hmm. and whatever. But at least you're like, well, you did damn, your due diligence. I, right. Yeah, at least <laughs> I checked the meat. At yeah, check the meat. I checked. The meat. I um, can't. That should be the hashtag. title of this episode. I must say, hashtag <laughs> check. check the meat. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> and you know, that's a wonderful segue into Love at First Night, which um mm-hmm. the show I'm on. Because Please tell me about this this yes, wonderful show. Yes, I was explaining to Shar earlier that Love at First Night is about the retelling of how my character and my boyfriend on the show, um, their name's Spencer and Jaden, how they meet. They met at this house party. They hook up on the first night. Mm-hmm. Check the meat, mm-hmm. and he checked the uh, the cabinet too, just to see if there was any other. Tea oh, going the medicine on. cabinet. Yes, you got to be careful with those because you, right. you know people you got those. Know. They got those tricky shelves, mm-hmm. and then like, all of the medicine mm-hmm. pours into the sink. Right, right. Did you see that commercial when there she was? was yeah, yeah. Iconic. Want to get away? Yeah, right. Iconic. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what he um, did the first night. Like they hooked up on the first night, and he checked the medicine cabinet, all this other good stuff. But you know how you have like a one night stand. And it's like okay, we do what we do, and then you know that's it mm-hmm. and everything. We actually end up. Really liking each other and falling in love after the hookup, like during that whole weekend. So um, I go back and I live with my roommate, and I explain, um, you know, what happened with the with the boyfriend and everything. And he was like, "Oh, that's dope," because my character is kind of like stuffy, a little pretentious, and stuff like that. Okay. So him doing something like that is like completely out of character. Mm-hmm. So he goes back and tells his roommate. It was like a challenge, right? Like I challenged yes. you to go sleep with someone you, tonight. Yeah, exactly. It was that moment, and then he did, and actually ended up liking the person, which was against what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. So he goes <laughs> back and tells him, and the twist is, is the person that he hooked up with was supposed to be his roommate's date, and he didn't know it. Whoa! Right. Mm-hmm. Talking so, about that's bad. That's Bay. I yeah. mean, listen, it is a small world that's mm-hmm. a believable uh, plot. Especially mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Right. I mean, especially <laughs> anywhere. I mean, right. the, the WeHo of it all. Good Lord. Oh, wow. But, oh, uh, it's universal. So, yeah, what else did we do? I know that I hosted a few gigs. Shout out to uh, Community Coalition. I hosted their mm-hmm. Power Fest. That was Live fun. on the stage, honey. That was late August. And Pierre I also, came and left. And oh. I also did... Uh, <laughs> What else did I do? Oh, I did the panel for National Association of Black Journalists, Mm -hmm. Podcasting in Color, which Uh, was really fun as well. That was very productive. Yeah, this summer summer was a a very hit and miss summer for me, Mm -hmm. but I tried to stay as busy as I could. And it was the break from the mic, from this hot mic, had me itching to get back to the hot mic. But I needed, I certainly needed 
a break. Yeah. I certainly so did. did. Jace. I was feeling burnt yeah. out, you know? Yeah. It gets like that. Yeah. 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 Have you checked out Literally Annoyed, by the way? I have not. And I know <gasps> you sent me the link, so I it's like on directly. my to-do list wow. to watch all that You sent that it stuff. to him directly. I've watched two seasons of Love at First wow. Night. And I'm asking you to watch one episode. Jace, are you putting me on the spot right now? I am. Wow. Welcome okay. You put yourself on the spot. I have a whole vacation that I'm going to watch all of this stuff. And now that you're in my face and pressuring me to watch it, of course I'm going to watch it. I mean, by the time this episode drops, I expect feedback. Listen, I want to stay. And now I want to do a live Twitter rant just because. You should. Of Tell course. your friends. Hashtag I'm, literally annoyed. Hashtag literally, literally annoyed. Uh-huh. Got it. Okay. Stream plug, plug, plug. It's Watch fantastic. It now. Jace is now in, uh, verified in IBM. Yeah. IMDb. Oh, yes. I, IBM. <laughs> I'm sorry. Computer. Sorry. Something completely different. <laughs> my, mind, my mind is all over the place right now. I'm getting ready, guys, to go see Anita Baker in her farewell concert. Mm. I'm going, Anita the Baker. Like in a few hours. And so my mind is all over the place still gonna give you a great show though but I'm, just, I'm just letting you know i'm going to go see i apologize y'all deserve <laughs> yeah so everybody please check out literally annoyed uh mm-hmm. literally annoyed.com is the link it's now streaming on facebook you can also now find it on youtube but the okay. main source is on our facebook page okay and so it's a pilot um it's basically we've talked about it before um mm-hmm. it actually came out but it's basically kind of normalizing the black career experience and kind of tying in what mainstream people think about our experience and so there's a young man who moves back into with his parents in LA um he's dealing with micro microaggressions at work his parents are crazy his mom is his a mess mama Gina oh. sister's a mess a staple sister's a mess hiding well actually I'm not gonna give that away but mm-hmm. yeah don't yeah. give it away let the people watch and let Check them it get out. back to you and tweet right. me and email me and, and I'm also vegan by the way okay <laughs> just to throw that in there <laughs> so yeah Jace and I were, what day was, that was uh, the same night as uh, Power Fest. I had wrapped and then I came to meet up with you. Oh, yes. And we had my favorite restaurant in Los Angeles, Collins Fish Market, mm-hmm. south of the 10. Okay. And Jace had that and a few other things. And then the next day we were supposed to have a meeting and Jace could not attend mm-hmm. because Jace's stomach was toe up. Oh, no. My whole body. And so, we couldn't figure yeah. out because everybody, we knew it. Basically, we know it's not my favorite restaurant, Collins Fish Market. Okay. It had to have been something else that Jace consumed, yeah. some type of parasite. But anyway, something. this triggered him into this new journey. Huh? Full blown veganism. I was about to say, that's the Jack moment you became vegan. Tacos. Yeah, that was, well, I had Jack an <laughs> issue like maybe two weeks before. Uh-huh. And then this issue, it was more than my stomach. I was even like, I had to like lay down because mm. I could not function, and then I couldn't hold. It was like dying from right. the toilet, and so it. I'm this maybe TMI, but mm-hmm. whatever. You know how I am. That's fine. But I'm full blown vegan. Um, I feel great. Mm-hmm. I know you know people are like oh I feel wonderful and great. No, I was hungry as fuck for a while. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I wanted a rib. You have to eat more because you have to supplement. You right, know right. the protein that you mm-hmm. would be naturally nat- 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 getting nuts. You gotta carry some almonds on you. Beans, <laughs> jackfruit. So you kind of find your protein, but I'm working at it. I think my body's over the transition, but I feel good. And it's kind of, this is bad. Well, I'm not going to say that. But you know, like when you drink, you get tired. Mm-hmm. I don't get tired anymore. I don't, really? leave, I don't leave that at that. Okay. Hmm. Well, I so have veganism. Not, mm-hmm. Got it. Go I have it. not <laughs> left <laughs> the meat yet. You know. You're um, checking it. I was say you have checked the meat before. Yes. <laughs> I have not, but you know what? I had to t- take a step back from fried foods. I had a chicken strip basket from this burger joint around the corner from my house, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like the grease was old, because you know how you can taste and smell old grease? Yeah. I just think it was just too grease. Like, I felt disgust- disgusting. disgusting when I was done, and it's only like four chicken strips, but it's like a mountain of fries that goes right. with it, 
and I get my two alternating dipping sauces and then I go in my apartment and shut the blinds and do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. But when I was done, I felt like I've never felt that sick before. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the source of that was fried food. So I'm like, I'm yeah. taking a, I'm taking a huge step back. Plus my body's still changing mm-hmm. in this year of 30. Right. Like, mm, whew, me too. I'm like out of commission. I had a kidney stone. <laughs> Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was a bitch, wasn't it? It actually didn't hurt. That's why it scared me. Ooh, child, oh, wow. the elderly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I had to go to the doctor and everything. What yeah. in the Roseanne Aunt Jackie the is going on? my penis. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Oh, the visual. Um, <laughs> but no, I was, you know what? I was thinking about doing the veganism thing. Like, I, I tried it before. And, like, the first two weeks was always the hardest because, yes. I was, you know, it's just like you were saying, like, with fried food, like, it's literally making me disgusted nowadays. But the ease of access of just having it everywhere is like, oh, yeah, okay, ain't I'll nothing wrong it. with a little piece of salmon or some grilled chicken. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love salmon too. Me too. Yeah. yeah I, I'm doing best. all of September and I think oh. I'm going to slowly introduce like small portions, but. I'm not trying to go full blown. I've been you know, addicted to poke, but I don't mm. want to get mercury po- poisoning. Like yeah. addicted. Like when I went out last weekend, I had I drank a lot. Like I was out at the club. I went to a birthday party, then went to the club, mm. and I drank a lot that day. And then the next morning, well, that night I was craving poke, and I was like, "This will probably go away," because you know everything's closed. Right. The next morning, I was like fiending, like a drug addict. Oh, I wow. was like, "I need." Poke and the the one closest you to pregnant me girl opened at well I wouldn't be able to eat poke if I was right. yeah. raw fish <laughs> but it opened at eleven and I woke up at like seven a.m. so it was like mm-hmm. excruciating like those hours and literally at ten fifty mm-hmm. I called a, an Uber because I have and to, I, I went just have to have it and I got a large of course you deserve and then I <laughs> came back home and I did what I needed to do I tote I tote it up and I got four scoops of. Mm. I got double salmon, albacore, and shrimp. Christ. And then I threw all my accoutrements on there. Seaweed salad, crab. <laughs> that sounds green good. Green onion. You poke? Huh? I've had poke before. I don't eat it as much, but yeah, it, it sounds like really it's good. It's been like my new thing lately. It's like sushi in a bowl. So but with a more lot of stuff people, on it. I was okay. about to say, a lot of people can't get with, because I have friends that love sushi and hate poke. Really? Hmm. They don't like the idea of chopsticks or forks stabbing into... A pile of fish. Get the fuck in the. I think they prefer just eating it like one by one versus in salad form. Ah. Oh, that's another thing. I got half and half, so I had half brown rice, half spring mix, four scoops of fish, ginger, corn, jalapeno. (laughs) You had a lot going on. Oh, I threw all that (laughs) shit on there. Masago, the little caviar, the little orange caviar, frukake. No, okay. Oh, it was. It was was aggressive. It was was delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Frukake. Culturist. It was delicious. But I mean, that's enough, I guess, for our catch up. Unless you have anything else to add. Um, no. Congrats to Kadeem Hardison um, and the rest of the crew. Mara for season two of Love Is. I love Mara Bakil. I love Mara too. She's everything she does is like it just has a certain aesthetic and it and it's a certain brand of excellence. I love Mm -hmm. all her stuff. And I'm going to and the writing. Jesus. I'm I'm gonna confess. I haven't seen the. You love is yet because I've been kind of busy, so I haven't watched a lot of Nori and Yasir. I've heard about them in their messed up story. <laughs> Actually, is. they should get hashtag foolishness from what I've heard Honestly. already too. Mm. Now, love is for yeah. me started off a little slow. You got to wait okay. till like episode three, and then it's like okay, it kind of picks up. Those first okay. two episodes were dreadful to me, mm. but then it picks up, and then I was fully invested. Okay. Um, I love Mara too, but speaking of Mara, I know she's no longer attached to this show. But uh, BET, if you're listening, Hello. where is our trailer for the Being Mary Jane movie? I was told that yeah. it's coming out in October, 
and I have yet to see any promotional anything. Not a poster, not not a teaser, it might not, not anything. Be no, they already shot it. Like, they shot it back in February. That don't mean nothing. But that, but that don't mean it could be coming out, though. Like it I was told that it. it would be coming out in October. Okay. And here we are. Yeah, so it should be, like, yeah, at least we're about out. We're, like, two weeks out from October. Yeah. We're mid-September. I need that, because I feel like, in real life, I'm Mary Jane Paul, too. <gasps> like, a little bit problematic. We all can relate to Mary yeah. Jane a little bit. Not anymore. I've graduated. Have you? Mm-hmm. Child, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, interesting. <laughs> I've graduated. Uh, and there's been a lot that's been going on in the news. I'm not going to touch on it because I don't want to be in here for four hours. But oh, yeah. Drake is allegedly dating an 18-year-old. They met when she was 16, <sighs> so I'm side-eyeing. Okay. You know, Drake is 31. Yeah. I did the math. This girl was four when Jimmy got shot on Degrassi. <laughs> Julie Chen I'm disappointed in you my Capricorn sister mm-hmm. I'm extremely disappointed in you by standing by your pig of a husband mm. but you know what I don't want to speak too soon I know that there will be more developments but right now it's not looking too good for you mm-hmm. and I don't know what I would do I, I'm trying not to judge too harshly because you never know what you're going to do in these situations until you're in those shoes right. but what I what I appreciated about Gail King on CBS this morning and your co-host Sharon Osborne is that they kept hashtag kept that same energy Right. So that same energy that they were dishing out to Harvey Weinstein and Louis C.K. and the slew of other men that were involved in that Me Too movement, they kept that, and you did not. Right. You did not. And so I'm... Ugh. That I could agree with. Julie, sis. <laughs> Julie. Y'all got to look that yeah, up. Together, and CBS Julie. is also doing a private investigation, which is an, an issue because, like Gail said, like she so boldly said, we, John Q. Public, are entitled to know what's going on and what you all find and what's determined. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it just seems like a disservice to do a closed investigation. Mm. I'm not even going to talk about Belkalis and Onika. No, I'm just going to leave it. That was, that was, yeah, we can go past that. Serena, you owe me an apology. Everybody oh. kept up with that. Yes, mm-hmm. I seen that in real time. That was crazy because it was like, because she was going to lose at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she wasn't going to win. Yeah. It wasn't about the winning or like anything like that. It was just at that particular mo- time, why would you choose to make all those infractions? And like, and then you're questioning her integrity. Like, this is right. the greatest athlete yes. of all time. And, like, and you're que- you're saying she's cheating or something? Like, do you know how much bigger of a story that's going to no, be? Now, see, you I know? didn't see in real time because I was that was the day that I was at the birthday party then went to the club. Mm-hmm. But the club that I was in had a TV on. They had right. two. Like, one was showing the music videos and one was showing Serena. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I just noticed that Serena kept getting all of this coverage. Like, they, were, they mm-hmm. weren't letting up. So I figured something happened. And then, boy, Oh boy, the next morning, yes, I saw that clip on ESPN and I literally got chills. Mm-hmm. I got chills I've watching. I've never that. seen her wa- that angry Mm-mm. before. Like, and it was it was completely warranted because if if you keep up with tennis, it's literally every time there's something she's at the U.S. Open, it's I, something well, like yeah, that. Well, yeah, I know it's right. like some yeah. BS. They called her out on the cat suit. Yeah. She gets drug tested more frequently than right. anybody else. Like, they look, are, she's a black woman dominating a white male sport. Right, and about to break a record. You could have just left that as she's a black woman, period. True. Because, right. But uh, even more, she's in this yes, privileged I've white. I've noticed a lot like, of conversation surrounding you know when you're owed an apology and i can think of tons mm-hmm. of times where that people trophy have owed was me serena 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 like list of serena because they put their name on the trophy yeah. oh yeah yeah because she won the event like seven times already right so it's it's not that she's not winning or she's throwing a temper tantrum it's more so that like because i'm such a decorated winner at this particular event why are you treating me like this right. like, if it was right. anybody else it was misogyny and racism and he yeah. had to let her know who was in charge mm-hmm. moving on yeah we all heard about both them, I think it's Botham Jean 
the the victim in Dallas, who the white woman oh, broke yeah. into his apartment mm. and killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's being charged with manslaughter, which I'm uh, which Good. I'm told is a lesser charge. Like she has more of a chance of getting off or serving a lesser time than if she was charged with whatever else. I guess murder one or whatever. But Third, she was, or first degree murder. Yeah, if uh-huh. she was charged with one of those, which is what it was. I don't know the intricacies of the difference between manslaughter versus yeah, because manslaughter could be murder. like a car accident. Right, but yeah. what I'm saying is mm-hmm. they chose that one. Right, like, when that I was one. Like, a Twitter less. threat because it's less mm-hmm. like first degree murder she could be in for the rest of her life right, or whatever, right. but not with a manslaughter charge but you know what something in that milk is definitely not clean and I'm yeah. sure that as these weeks roll by we'll get more updates on that um, I just do not like it and then one of my favorite stories of the summer has been with uh, Jeffrey Owens I love what's mm-hmm. happening for him now. Me too. But what yeah. I also love is that they have normalized with him coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, not not by his account, by right. him being outed. Um, it has kind of normalized this this conversation around people getting quote unquote regular jobs, right. which I have always felt since living in Hollywood has been taboo. I know like for me, um, when I'm not working or when I have not been working, it's hard for me. I remember it was feeling like a regression to like go back to cosmetics because I've been in television for so long. Why right. would I apply back at Sephora? You know, like it was very prideful of me. I do acknowledge that. Look, I mm-hmm. still drive Uber and people recognize me too. But yeah. see, that's different. To me, that's different. How is that different? I'm, I'm saying, well, I should say for me, that would be different. Okay. Because I was open to driving Uber. It's mm-hmm. something about being back behind that register and color testing people mm-hmm. and right. selling brow kits and stuff. It felt it felt like it felt regressive, right. even though I didn't go back and do it because they didn't hire me. But <laughs> the fact that you had to do it. Yes. Yeah. I thought that when I had gotten my first TV job four years ago, like real, real job in L.A. in television, um, that I would never like I was like, bye. By cosmetics industry. Right. Because I had done that literally since my teenage years. Mm-hmm. And then in college, you know, with the interning and then working like little jobs and helping people out. So to now be four years in the game in L.A. and have to consider going back to Sephora mm-hmm. or Macy's or Nordstrom, that was something like, like I said, I had a chip on my shoulder. I'm not going to even lie. I'm like, I don't even even the thought of a Applying was like what the fuck like right. i am sure i don't need to but i love <laughs> Look, that he normalized the rent still that do. listen and <laughs> you know what it's life has a way of humbling you sometimes mm-hmm. yeah like you know things could be going great you can be doing this this that and the third and that's wonderful but if you got to go back to driving an uber if you have to mm-hmm. go back to sephora to do whatever you got to do you got to do well, it well that's what i'm saying was yeah. reaffirming because yeah. i loved that for example jack a harry uh, said that at one point in her career she was uh, considering joining a celebrity circus. Yes. And mm. it wasn't until Loretta Devine pulled her aside and gave her a nice loan. Gave, gave you the girl. To get back on <laughs> right, right, right. Right. To get her back on track. That's what kept her from, you know, pursuing that. Latavia mm. Roberson, fo- formerly of Destiny's Child, mm. mentioned that after Destiny's Child, she was working at a at a um, record store in Houston. Right. And people would come in, recognize her, take pictures, roast gag. Like, mm-hmm. all of that on her time, in her face. And I know that that probably had to be hard, working in a record store. Cause With when, your record. When, but <laughs> when she left, when, when her and LaToya were kicked out of Destiny's Child, that's when Destiny's Child really took, took off. off. Yeah. You got to deal with Survivor and Bootylicious in your face. And uh-huh. Destiny's Child was everywhere on commercials and everything. So, but what I'm saying, not to ramble on this topic, is that 
Um, I'm glad that Jeffrey Owens, what, what started out to be something crappy, has been now he's on NCIS New Orleans mm-hmm. and the haves and has not. Right. Did he get his too. money from Nicki Minaj? No. Um, to this point, he mm-hmm. hasn't. No, the but, team yeah. came out and said, nuh-uh. Oh, this was bumping gums, but I'm well, not going to I don't even <laughs> no surprise get on Nicki. I don't we're need Barb's attacking me. So. I, don't, <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> but what I will say is I appreciate him. Um, well, that, what, what happened, what transpired, kind of yeah. normalizing that, listen, this is what people do. And a lot of people were sharing their stories. Like, I went back to bartending. Mm-hmm. You know, I was on One Tree Hill, right. successful One Tree Hill. And when my character was killed off, I, I had, had to, to like I appreciated yeah, right. those stories. So thank you, Hollywood, for stepping up. Yes. Amen. Let's hop into the corner. <laughs> and now it's time for the LGBT corner. Okay, okay. so this week's LGBT corner is a, a somber one. I hate to come back on a somber note, but this is something that has to be acknowledged because it is a deadly trend that is going on and has been going on and it seems to not be going anywhere. And we really need people to have hard conversations and check their f- fragility and their masculinity and what have you. But there have been four black trans women murdered within like the past three weeks. And I'm going to speak their names. So uh, in Shreveport, Louisiana, 18-year-old Vontasha Bell, my hometown of Chicago, Illinois, 20-year-old Dejanae Stanton. In Philadelphia, 30-year-old Shantae Tucker, which I should mention Shantae, was murdered on September 5th, and she had just celebrated her 30th birthday on September 2nd. Mm. And most recently, London Moore Kennard, who is 20, well, who was 20-year-old, 20 years old from Northport, Florida. Now, London makes the fifth trans person, black trans woman, I should say, uh, murdered in Florida this year. Let me repeat that. London makes the fifth, according to the Human Rights Campaign, uh, black trans woman murdered in Florida alone this year. Mm -hmm. Reported, right. Because if it wasn't for the trans griot, a.k.a. Monica Roberts, coming up and cleaning this stuff up, as far as getting people's pronouns and their gender gender identities correct, we don't know. Because London, for example, she was not only misgendered, but they used old pictures of her, even though she identified as a trans woman. You know they come out with those BS excuses Mm -hmm. of we have to use the name that's on the ID. We have to use the gender on the ID. Right, birth certificate, yada, yada, Um, yada. But London also makes, sadly, the 20th person in the nation this year, 20th uh, black trans woman. Or I don't even, I don't know if it's specifically black. So I'll just say the 20th trans woman murdered this year in 2018. And right now we're itching to top 2017. Like that is, that is how bad this is right now. It's an epidemic. It it really is an epidemic. And it's very, very scary. I know that I was reading a story this summer about a a black trans woman in Dallas who actually survived a stabbing. Mm -hmm. And what really shook me to my core is that she met this guy online on like plenty of fish Mm -hmm. and she the screenshots were posted. She's like, I'm letting you know that I'm trans. And he's like, okay, that, that ain't no tea. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, I ain't worried about that. Right. <laughs> she invites him over and he still tries to kill her. So it created this discussion amongst trans Twitter that I saw about disclosure and how it reiterated that disclosure does not equal safety. Right. right. Disclosing does not mean that you'll still have your life. As a matter of fact, I'd venture to say most of these murders, people knew. Most of these murders are not strangers killing trans people. These are boyfriends. These are cuddy buddies. These are, you know, you know, these type of situations, right. these type of relationships. And so that 
definitely terrified me because I've disclosed and guys have been like, I'm cool with that. But no one has tried to kill me. No one has stabbed me nine times or however many times she was stabbed. And by the grace of God, she survived. But it's just very, very scary right now. And it makes a girl not want to date. I was like, so how do you, what um, steps and measures do you do to protect yourself from like in these situations? Like, is there somebody that you call like, hey, this is what's happening. I'm meeting with oh, this person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you kidding me? That's with everybody. I don't, it should be. I yeah. don't move in secrecy. Uh, I will typically let at least two or three people know um, mm-hmm. like license plate or send, I'm good at sending pictures. This is him, mm-hmm. which is kind of a double edged sword because I'm very private romantically. That's just right. who I am, right, you know? Right. Um, but it's also, I don't want to be missing and no one have any inclination as to where I met or who I was with. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, yeah, for safety measures, absolutely. But it, the thing is the clusterfuck of it is that you can never be too sure. Right. Sure. As a black trans woman navigating this shitty world, you can never be too sure because you never know. I read all different types of stories. I consume all different types of media, all different types of narratives that kind of not all are sad, not all are tragic, because I don't believe that that is the trope of being black and trans. Right. Um, I don't live a sad life romantically or professionally, but you cannot turn a blind eye to the realities of the situation. Mm -hmm. And black trans people need to realize that you are not an exception. Mm -hmm. When I first transitioned, I thought that I was an exception. And the sooner that you realize that you are not your sister's keeper, you are your sister. Mm -hmm. Or for black trans men, you're not your brother's keeper, you are your brother, Right. the better. Because Mm -hmm. we're in this together. And if it can happen to her, it can happen to you. Exactly. So I just wanted to definitely highlight that may those ladies rest in peace we have got to stop the hard conversations need to be had transphobia within the gay community needs to be not only addressed but checked when you catch your gay friends being transphobic that needs to be checked amongst the the cishet community it certainly needs to be checked and so uh yeah it just it it stings like it's it's so jarring whenever i see these headlines because it you know we can live in a bubble my timeline right. is a bubble my friends are a bubble mm-hmm. where i'm constantly reaffirmed by cishet people and gay people and trans people but it's a harsh reality it can happen to anyone it yeah. can and you know what what's worrying to me is that these stories don't usually get talked about on a national on a national level and they it's don't like, get resolved exactly mm-hmm. no the police don't investigate they the don't. story is released and then they go about their business exactly and it's like because you have a couple of marginalized people included in this particular situation it's like You'll never hear about it unless we like come together. Triple and black trans woman. Yeah, like, yeah. So that's like <laughs> bottom that's, of totem pole. Yeah. That's three strikes right, right there in you know society's eyes. But it's like if we come together and you know bring awareness about what's going on. Like how can we help each other? How can we? You but know, that's encourage the thing. All no that. one yeah. cares. Even when these articles come out, very rarely will I see people share yeah. them. I mean, like a them. like white gay West Hollywood. You know? Yeah, right. they don't care. They yeah. don't care. So uh, none of us are free until all of us are free. Exactly. And I also want to acknowledge, uh, which totally slipped my mind, uh, the Florida killings. Excuse me. The, the cold press juice got me burping. <laughs> um, the Florida Classic. killings, they believe that there is a serial killer out there. Wow. But it's not being investigated because there have been five black trans women within the same area. Oh, it's the same area? This year, yes. I thought it was all of the state. No, no, oh, no. wow. And so they believe that it's some sort of serial killer. Like, it's That's within crazy. a certain mile right, radius. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, but no one's 
investigating. No right. one cares. No one. So it's just very, very scary. It's just, it's, it's scary. Yeah. And I was asked out uh, by a guy the other day. I was having a meeting with Jace mm-hmm. at Starbucks. Looking a mess. Got the bucks. <laughs> I was brawless, no uh, makeup. Oh no. A sloppy top knot, Ivy Park sweats. He got up. I'm he wasn't even at a, a neighboring table at our Starbucks. Oh, he, he got ma- up. He got up. Walked over to us, interrupted our conversation. And said, Excuse me, baby girl. I got that moment. But you and know, introdu- and introduced himself to us and everything. Mm-hmm. It was oh, a, wow. It was I was a, shocked because I was there. Because uh-huh. right. I you know, I'm a guy, so mm-hmm. you don't know what the situation you don't know is. What our relationship right. is. Right. Right. You know? And so that for him bold. to kinda get up and be like, Hey, I just want to let you know I've seen you here before. I think you're really beautiful. I love mm-hmm. your smile. He was talking to us oh, for a smooth good. like ten minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. Got us thrown out the car, all that jazz. All right. Why does that always happen? Everybody always comes when you look like it, not it always, the best. It always happens. But you know, yeah. we we talked like if she was in the full shore glamour, uh-huh. he may have been a little intimidated. Yeah, but true. I yeah. mean, we don't know. I'm but so, if I never hear that word associated with my name ever again, what? I wouldn't lose any sleep. Intimidated? Yes, I hear oh. it for, across the board. I mean, sure, they can't take. I know that's yeah, what it is. <laughs> right. It is. I'm, I'm not intimidating. I'm direct. <laughs> and that's all. It's about. I, we respect Lean that. that <laughs> the meat. <laughs> Jesus. Are we ready to get into the first topic? Yes. yes. All right. All right. So this month, um, Armed came out. It's an independent film by Mario Van Peebles. Um, it came out September 14th. It is a story about a guy who suffers from mental illness, PTSD, and he was a like a police officer, but like FBI was U.S. Marshal, I believe he was something like that. Okay. Um, and basically he's going through his whole entire story, trying to figure out what's going on with him. He knows that something's wrong with him. His whole entire team is messed up too. So it's like, or is this, do we inhale some type of poisonous gas? Like, is this some type of government corruption? Like what's going on? Um, so anyways, at, towards the end of the movie, he ends up becoming the hero of the movie. He saves, um, this girl from being kidnapped. And, He's having an interview with Vaughn Jones, and one of the quotes that he says stuck out to me. And the quote says, we come into the world looking for love. We often settle for attention. Mm. So I wanted my question to you guys. Okay. Whether that be um, school accolades or impressing your parents or dating, have you guys ever had a specific situation where you weren't necessarily, you wanted love, but you settled? for Mm. attention so i'll read that quote one more time okay we come in the world looking for love we often settle for attention Mm. i can say yes to that Mm -hmm. um i think growing up being a a a young black gay man you know you're trying to figure out like you know what you want out of people what's your definition of love like what works for you and stuff like that and I thought, you know, okay, well, this person, you know, they got a nice body, they got a nice face or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, we get along and all that good stuff, but I wasn't fulfilled. And I just settled for that situation because it was good on paper and they were here and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I can definitely relate to something like that. Yeah. yeah, Kind of in the same genre as you. I know when I was younger, I've talked about this before on the show, but I was getting a lot of – I was – like, you know, when someone's new in the area, you're like a fresh face. Like, oh, who is this? And like, right. you're kind of like meat. Yeah. Well, not check the meat, but you like didn't. good you meat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> farm raised, grass fed meat. Um, but I remember when I started going out to like West Hollywood and I was, you know, 21, 22, I think maybe younger than that. Mm-hmm. I used to get a lot of attention and I turned down a lot of it because I was looking for love. Right. And 
at that age, like looking back as a third year old man now, so you play right, right? Like I was, I was just <laughs> the like, long and the short. You played right, I did, but I was like, I don't think that getting attention. I I should have accepted what was going on in my life because right. I turned down yeah, a lot yeah. of nice offers, mm-hmm. and because I was so in this mindset of like, no, like I want love, I want this, and it kind of like backfired on me. Did like, you find that how you defined love in your early twenties is different than how you define it now? Um, I do. And I think that's always changing with me, to be honest. You know, mm-hmm. some things that I wanted in a mate when I was younger are completely different from what I want yeah. now. And I think in, you know, ten, another 10 years, that's going to be a little bit of a shift as well. Yeah, I know I've said this like Cat 100 about me and my boyfriend now is that what I get now mm-hmm. is peace. Like, yeah. I remember getting out of my last relationship and be like, I don't know what it's going to take because I've been through some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I've also started as well. And I was just like, my life is just so chaotic when it comes to dating. Yeah. And I wanted, I did not know what it would take. I've gotten things bought for me. I've gotten the nice guy, the bad boy, you know, the party boy. Like, I've had so many different dynamics of people. I don't really have a type. Mm-hmm. And so I had no idea what it was going to take to, like, have me settle down. And it was peace. Yeah. And I appreciate that so much. And so, you know, I, I would moving forward peace for sure but i think when i as i get older there's gonna be things that i need as a 40 year old or as a 50 year old as a 60 year old that i don't need now Mm -hmm. yeah of course so i would hope you would like what i want at in my early 20s i definitely don't want for my early 30s because i'm not that same person right as you grow and it's fun too yeah like when you're young like you want a fun boyfriend to go out to the club with but i don't want that now i'm not (laughs) i don't care about that much like you know when i'm younger i'm still figuring stuff out like you Mm -hmm. know just having fun and stuff like that but like you said dating younger is a challenge yeah they want to be out all damn night all night and we be all night now that's different than being out oh, all it, night. Oh, well, it could be but, one in the same. Uh, that was my remix. I know that for myself, I uh, oh my gosh, I've thrived off of attention my entire life. Are you really? Me? Yes. So surprising. Star. I have star in college. I or was that high school. I've been a star my entire life. Your nickname. Gift a uh, sparkle. Sparkle. Excuse sparkle. me. That was within the department. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't the only sparkle. I want to make note of that. I was not the only sparkle. But, but you were the sparkle. I, let's be clear. <laughs> right. Um, we know. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I think that actually this year has been so roughly transitional for me, both personally and professionally, that this year has really kind of challenged me to explore love. Okay. Even though I've been staunchly resistant to it. And I think that the attention that I've garnered in other areas has kind of filled that pot, you know, filled mm. filled that that well up until now, where it's kind of like, you know what, it would be nice to have a companion. Right. But I'm praying that this is only a phase because I don't want to be that girl. I've never been uh, a, a highly romanticized type of woman ever mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I know that now today, Shar can differentiate the two. But I do also know that they're not mutually exclusive because you can get attention. You can get love through attention mm-hmm. and vice versa. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's where, I, that's where I fall on it. I still do enjoy attention, but I find that I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. Yeah. Like, it doesn't fill mm-hmm. my gas tank. Yeah. Like, I like attention, but I don't need attention. Oh, my gosh. I used to love yeah. it. Yeah. Love yeah. it. I used to love standing out. I used to love, whether you loved me or hated me, mm-hmm. as long as you were paying attention. Thank and that's you. A, yeah, that's all I love you for watching. Yeah. Thank Thank you. That's I've had people like come up to me, um, and it's like, oh, like you're quiet, because mm-hmm. I'm, 
I don't like to be the center of attention mm-hmm. when I go to public places. I'm just like, I'd rather Char be the center of attention, not right. me. I'm just here to like, you know, chill I'm out, yeah. private conversation in the corner, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, I was shy in like elementary school. But as soon as I hit junior high, high school, like, I blossomed. And mm-hmm. I was always, college, please, yeah, center of attention. See, I've gotten a yeah. little shyer as I've gotten older. Yeah. Well, but that's I've gotten been, shyer too. I think it's been hits uh, too much. But I'm saying... In in contrast to you, I've always like I was never shy. Oh, in so you're always school. loud. I was always you're not always. loud. <laughs> that was not a loud voice. That was a dick. <laughs> that, right? was, that, that was a dick. I caught that. <laughs> We're here. I caught it. We see each other. I, I try to slip that in. I you did. <laughs> never was shy. Never. I, there uh, are videos and pictures of me at three years old doing the damn thing. Look at me. Mm. Look at me. Look at me. Mm. But as I've gotten older, and I think that that has come with. Uh, w- things that I may deem failures or where my confidence has kind of been mm-hmm. chin-checked type right. thing where I, I'm not believing in myself as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has made me a little bit more recluse. But right. I do not think that I will ever be, there will ever be a point in my life where there's absolutely no attention on me. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't think there will <laughs> you ever have a presence. be a point. Like, I think the I just, world I just see met that. Char today. I was like, I walked up. I'm like, there's such a presence going Thank on. It's, it's just very like, who is this? And I, I get it. Thank it's you. it's mm-hmm. naturally going to be that. But, you know, speaking Sparkle. on that, as um, <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've, I like attention, too. I mean, you know, what what any any gay loves attention every now and then. But it's just like I think the place of where it was coming from as opposed to, like, I need everybody to look at me just to prove that I'm doing something mm-hmm. or, or that I am somebody or whatever. Because with attention comes pressure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> and I think as I've gotten older, the attention I want is, is more – I want you to pay attention to what I'm doing um, in my career, respect. And it's a quiet confidence that, you know, you can get yes. attention mm-hmm. from having a quiet confidence. Like, you don't always have to walk in a room and be like, hey, here I am and do whatever right. like, to make a noise. You know what's a, a good reference? When, no, when Troy took Robin to the house party and waiting to excel. Yes. How he walked in, dance yes. and talking about, oh, shit. Yeah, shit. she didn't have to do you all that. You don't need to do all of right, that. Right, Because if you're that girl, you'll just be that girl yeah. always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Forever. Exactly. And sometimes that screams insecurities. Exactly. Oh, most times mm-hmm. it does. Are yeah. you kidding me? But I've, ex- I've accepted some people just, just as their personality, to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some people like, that's are just who it, how they naturally are. like that. Mm-hmm. That is just who they've been from, from infancy. Right. we're going to hear uh Eon Latell Tony Braxton uh, about Tamar. Tamar. Wait, is that not on. who she is? That's who she's right. always been. She's never yeah. planned to be anything else. So. Oh no, it comes on I think September 26th and October 4th. It's a two part and it's going to okay. be a part of Braxton Family Values which has been really good by the way. On last uh-huh. last night's episode they had Kim Whitley, New York, Flavor Flav oh, and Phaedra. I saw, that. Mm. I saw that. And then the weeks prior they had Lou Nell, Phaedra, Natalie Nunn. Like it's been oh. like it's almost like the surreal life now. That's, That's what, what I call I it. Say. It seemed like that. I was like is it she transitioning to do that type of show or no is it... it's, it's mess going on oh, yeah Yana's gonna step in okay. so yeah i think that that's where going back to the initial point right um <laughs> i think that's where i i just yeah i mean but in the topic of settling do you feel like y'all had to settle for the attention because of the love that you because it felt good but it didn't match what you actually wanted no yeah now, no. have we? Or is that what you're asking? Yeah, have you? I have before. You have? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I regret it in retrospect because everything's 2020 in retrospect. Right. But it's like, in that particular moment, it was kind of like, 
the settling was a reflection of how I felt about myself at the time mm-hmm. too. Because mm-hmm. usually it's because it could have passed. Yeah, yeah. It was like okay, you work for this moment. I know it's not everything I need, mm-hmm. like as far as looking for love and what I want out of somebody. But you're here now and you're making me feel good. Right. Yes. And, I, now I've had sexual relationships yeah. like that yeah. where yes. someone has like totally gassed yes. me up, mm-hmm. and that's been our relate. Like I'm not gassing him up. Like right. he's literally worshiping the ground that i walk it's on it's good for your ego and it, oh, you're the oh, best yeah. thing oh, oh, since yes. the microwave oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the only arena that i've ever had yeah that, you know, like, i I've could never, definitely reconcile with mm-hmm. that i've never settled or sacrificed or anything mm-hmm. like that to me the two have been very separate right because guys that i've i've been involved with romantically i for whatever reason maybe i need to do well i'm in therapy so mm-hmm. i'll keep digging but Come they're, on, they're not the most like they're not the char says so you know number one fan mm-hmm. they're not the char jocelle number one fan it's right. kind of like yeah i'm here mm. and that's not saying that they haven't been supportive mm-hmm. right but it's very that's not what different. you wanted yeah it's very di- well i don't need well i mean it would be nice but yeah. I don't need the, if you're giving me the same thing that everyone else is giving me, I probably wouldn't like that. Yeah, I'm the same way. And mm-hmm. that probably yeah. is what attracted me to them. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's yeah. anti what yeah. everything you're about. Because it's right. like, I'm not here to be a fan. I'm here to yes. actually be here for you. And be like, my fan. Yeah, share I, my posts. I need, I don't a, like I need that. a Greg Leaks to my Nene Leaks. I but always see, joke and say that. Yeah, he's a silent supporter though. Like he he'll let right. her stand back and do her thing and be Nene Leaks. But mm-hmm. like when you need me to chime in, I'll chime in and do whatever. But I'm not here for the whole pomp and circumstance with what comes yeah, with the Because then Nene I'll get Leaks to side eyeing. Are you trying to ride these coattails? Do you exactly. see potential over here, Curtis? <laughs> but yeah. girls reference. I got, We're together. I, I got it. We see each other. I get, see, okay. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your topic, Char? So, topic number two. Let's see if this damn video will play. Hey, Wendy. My name's Michaela. How you doing? Hi, Michaela. Come on over more. Hi. Um, so, I have a question about this guy that I'm dating. So, we recently started dating. Okay. Um, we have really great chemistry. How recent? Really, How recent? This is our third date. Is when he tells me the bad news. Okay. So, he actually tells me that he doesn't have a place to stay, so he lives with his ex. Oh, it froze. So my question is, I don't know if it's too early to be like, get out of there. Or how how long was she was he with the ex? A year. And do they have children together? No. Well, here's the thing: if he doesn't have a place to stay and has to stoop down to live with an ex, no, I don't oh. care how cute he is. He's a bum. Yeah. He's a bum. He's a bum. Yeah. Leave him alone. So. Mm-hmm. Very yasir. Where was Wendy <laughs> when Nuri needed her? Look, right. Um, <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> so when I watched that that uh, Ask Wendy segment, I in- immediately thought of two of our favorite shows, which is Love Is and Insecure. Mm-hmm. And we saw an Insecure with Issa having to live with Daniel. Oh, like yeah. she chose to. And then, of course, with uh, Yasir living with his ex, Ruby, um, while he was dating Nuri. Where is so, Ruby today? A queen somewhere <laughs> on her throne. Where is Ruby? A hashtag. Where is so Ruby? So my question to you all is: like, fortunately, I've never been in a situation where I've been homeless. Mm-hmm. But in the event that I were, I mean, I don't have exes in California, and I only have guys that I've dated, and I right. certainly would. Ah, let's talk about pride. I'm certainly mm-hmm. not asking to live there. Oh yes. Uh, so my question to you all is have you ever been in a situation where you've had to live with an ex for one mm-hmm. and then for two would you be willing to date someone let's say you meet mr right everything right. checks off but the one kicker is that they still live with the ex 
Okay, so fortunately, I've never had to have this homeless situation happen and or date anybody that had that situation. But I think hypothetically, hypothetically, of course, you always got the good drop. <laughs> but um, uh, I think it depends on the situation. Like, if you had to, I understand people's circumstances. I know I can oh, work yes. with people. I can work with you if you have an action plan to get out of there in a timely manner. Like, you're not. I, I can't I can't afford anything. I'm just living with my ex. I'm just gonna ride it out till whenever. Especially in cities that we live in. Exactly. Let's it's note it's that. just no. No. If you plan to just be there and just be chilling and you don't have no plan to get out of there anytime soon, then nah, I'm not with that. But if you if it's a situational thing, I can understand. But as long as it just doesn't carry on for too long. Because keep in mind, yeah. just to interrupt you briefly, keep mm-hmm. in mind, Issa nor Yasir had any checkout date. True. It wasn't like a two week. Actually, I think Issa only needed like two weeks, but she ended up staying longer, yeah, longer yeah. which yeah. everybody does. But Yasir had to be asked to leave. Oh, yeah, no. Ruby mm-hmm. had to tell him, I want you out my house. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Mm-mm. Can't do it. While that. he's using her house phone, while the living single is on, she's oh. in her room and has to hear you macking to to nur- like you got to see the show i know you mm-mm. haven't seen it but oh, I'm, yeah. but i'm sure you sure you've seen the tweets yes i have yes yeah. serious the whole tap is just yeah. woo that's a mess <laughs> oh um, and he has a nerve to be a whole tap too he is he's very yeah. but there he's is very controlling but mm-mm. the the contrast is there's one episode where he checks nuri on her homophobia but that's ah. like the only thing Everything mm. else is hoped. I mean, yeah. even a broken clock could be right Woo! once or twice oh. a time. But Shout out like, to Kaya oh. Shimon. Right. <laughs> but I mean, that's you know, word. you can't like, okay, that's one thing, but you're still a bum and everything else. Right. So, you know, right. It's, it's, and he yeah. was. Yeah. So when she met him, he was in his damn drawers walking down, walking down the street. How about this whole this yeah. weekend? My mission is clear. I got it. And literally annoyed as well. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> first. First. Yes. First and foremost. <laughs> um, for Chase, I have definitely been, fortunately, I am from California and I've lived in California most of my life. And the two times I have lived with a boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, I was able to leave because of family and friends. And so there was one time where I, I didn't even, I like literally have my shit packed. I'm, I'm coming to pick it up. Oh, wow. Um, and I dipped out. You asked him to pack your stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Okay, Jess. I did. <laughs> so, I will pack my own stuff. Yeah. And I, I left. Because people steal. And people do trifling stuff yeah. like run your toothbrush through the toilet bowl. Uh, no, I mean, I get I yeah. new toothbrushes, all this. I've had to rebuy stuff several times just because mm-hmm. of moving so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so me buying new toiletries is not really an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's clothes, I really don't care. Um, but See, I don't play about my clothes. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what? I've lost so clothes much clothes over shoes. the years. Uh-huh. Like, like, I have if it's, no if it's idea. me losing clothes because of this motherfucker that's packing my stuff, or they take something, no, that's a whole. That's a fight. I'll take my sanity and on, walk yeah. away naked. Now you on Instagram in Seattle in my jacket, right? That I've been looking for that you said you didn't see. And I'm a double tap the picture too, just to let you know I'm coming for it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk away naked with my sanity, mm. um, but I have I. I'm trying to think. I, for me, you should have friends too, when it comes to stuff. If someone said like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm dating someone," let's just say like, you are in a new city and you don't have your family, mm-hmm. you should have like some me. sort of mm-hmm. right. Like, 
Charlotte, you would ask a friend before an ex. But in fairness, if we're relating this back to the shows that we're watching, I don't know why Yasir was living with that. Well, he's misogynistic, so right. he probably was like, this my shit, too, even though I don't pay nothing. Right. Um, but as far as Issa, we know that with her friends, they already knew it wouldn't work. Because you remember Issa and Molly back in 2005 right. tried to live together, but we don't it know who broke work. the vase and stuff. Like, right, right. She yeah. wants to keep that friendship so she won't do it. Um, Tiffany is a wife and an, an expected mother. There's mm-hmm. no room for Issa to be bumming on the couch. Right. And then mm-hmm. I don't know what Kelly's situation is, but she was I think also this comes to play. Is it a two-bedroom apartment or a one? It was yeah. a one-bedroom apartment. And she Issa was, was on the couch. on the couch. No, no, I'm not yeah. talking about the show. I'm talking about someone told me that they were dating or but oh, they're still matters. living. Oh, yeah. You're right. So that if you're living matters. in a one-bedroom with your boyfriend or girlfriend, yeah. like, no, that we're matters. not. No, if you have your own separate room and your own separate shit, y'all roommates now and y'all yeah. used to date, by all means, stay for as long as you want. Uh, I but don't know about that. Yeah, right, like, we're going back. I don't know. Because you may get that late night itch. Yeah, true. I think it depends not on... If I'm there. It depends on, like, how long ago you guys were exes and then what the status of their relationship is now. Yeah. Even I, then, yeah. if you're exes from 12 years ago, it's still familiar genitalia. Uh, 12 you years may ago. Get 12 years? That's not familiar. Years, I don't, I don't I remember what dick looked like 12 years I'm, ago. I just threw that number out, but I'm saying it's fa- either way it's, either way you slice it, it's familiar genitalia. A late night, you may get that itch coming in from the club you know or do it and you know it's there it's convenient and it's you know Mm. but this made me think to one horror story that i had i took (laughs) i was down at alabama a and m university (laughs) alabama uh yes a prestigious the underbelly (laughs) well i took my friend there uh alabama a and m is a very prestigious hbcu Mm -hmm. but i took my friend there uh at the time because he was touring he's my best friend Mm -hmm. and he was touring colleges and so his mom rented a car and she was like well i don't want to drive so we drove from chicago to alabama a and m how many hours is that like seven it wasn't oh, too bad. Okay. Yeah, that's not terrible. I have no yeah. geographic like Yeah, it wasn't too knowledge. bad. Okay. Um, but so I met this guy when I was down there. I literally, y'all, I was so fast, but I feel comfortable <laughs> sharing this now. So I met him in the club. We were down there for maybe three or four days. Had a blast, by the way. But uh, I met this guy in the club. The first night there, I went to the club. So it was three of us traveling. And so we were three best friends at the time. And so two of us went to the club. We were always the most rambunctious out of the three so two of us two of us went to the club and i met this guy there who Uh was all over me and we literally ended up spending the entire weekend together like he ended up like his friends how old were you this i was maybe 22 okay okay maybe that sounds about right it's like 22. Mm-hmm. His friends ended up dropping him off at our hotel. Like, they didn't ask any questions. They didn't know if we were crazy. He had right. weapons. He spent the night with me and everything. So this is how he gets crazy. So uh, I was in, like, a lot of the orientation classes for parents, like, getting financial aid packets and stuff because that was my job. Like, mm-hmm. his mom was like, I'm not going. Get all the stuff. You know, and plus I had been in college. So I knew, you know, FAFSA and, like, what to mm-hmm. grab and stuff. Mm-hmm. So while he was in orientation, my other friend was off doing God knows what, and I had the rental car. So the guy, his, I still remember his name was Corey. Shout out to Corey. Oh, Corey. Hey, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up inviting me over his place just to kick it. So I go over his place. As soon as I get over there, I got my antennas going off oh, because Lord. I see <laughs> a bedroom uh-huh. with the bed set up. But I also see in the living room, there's an air mattress on the floor. What's going on here? He's uh-huh. like, yeah, we just cleaning up. Da, da, da. Well, I'm just. He painted this like it was his place. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> we go to the main bedroom and we're like Netflix and chilling. No sex. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like me, you know, straddling, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Action. On top. Yeah. yeah. We're just, <laughs> A dry we're hump? 
Yeah. Not even a dry hump. We're ha- we're literally having fun. Okay. Before fun, I fun, know fun, it. Fun. Right. In fun. Got it. <laughs> Ding. Before you know it, what, Shar? Before I know it. Your nipples so, are out? No. No. Oh, it was, already out. It wasn't even any of that. Oh, but okay. I hear a jingling at the door. Oh, no. And the door flings open and it's this light-skinned boy with an attitude with, with he walked in with an attitude oh no like he had he a did. bad day off work and then he saw me there and kind of like rolled his eyes and was like huh, and went to the kitchen i uh, said don't come in spicy I said, don't come in sp- it was real spicy and <laughs> yeah. i was caught off guard keep in mind i'm in alabama i'm at someone's apartment complex right. that you i don't just know met. No, that i just met like three days ago like 72 hours ago mm-hmm. um and then Corey ends up explaining to me that that's his ex. And I said, for starters, why do you have me in here? For, right. for, second of all, why is the door open? Like, if you yeah. knew that people getting off at 4 p.m. from their CNA job or whatever, uh-uh. why are you putting me in this position? I left there so fast. He Hell later yeah. ended up apologizing. But I was I didn't know if the boy the boy walked in with an attitude. I didn't know if he was going to go get. And then on t- to make matters worse. The air mattress on the floor was Corey's. We are on the boys' bed watching <gasps> no his TV. Way. Yes. Oh, that's why he's over it. Yes. Oh, okay. So now it all makes it. I'm okay. surprised okay. I wasn't physically assaulted. Yeah, because I would have. And sheets. I could have got my ass whooped. No, we were on top of the comforter. Oh, okay. okay. Um, it was very. Fun. It was innocent. It really was mm-hmm. innocent. But uh, I'm surprised I didn't get my ass whooped in, yeah. down in Alabama Just for that being day. on that boys' bed. Just for being on his yeah. in his room. Like, yeah, Corey, you, you know that you're dredging it out on that air mattress in that corner mm. in the living room. Why are mm. you trying to sun? Right. Well, we could have we could have been doing the exact same thing in my hotel room. Or right. on the air mattress. No, not on the air no. mattress. <laughs> no. I want you to love yourself a little bit no, more. No, no, Ain't no, 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 no. Air mattress. Y'all never fucked on an air mattress before? No. Uh-uh. Oh, oh, oh. 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 I was like, wait, they couldn't see that face. We had some to But did you hear a no? No. no. All I'm saying, <laughs> all I am saying is that that was a, a clear setup. We could have watched TV and been straddled on top of the comforter with all of our clothes on in my mm. hotel room. Exactly. Yeah. Well, me and my friend's hotel room. You know, it would have mm. been a more cohesive schedule. I know people are coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, and that's so the one know. time I was in a situation like that. So, I don't know with, with Corey. So I think it does also make a difference if they mm. moved in with them right. versus they live together and now and they're then right. Like apart. my yeah. lease is my name is right. on this lease too. Because I know a lot That's of people, especially like. in like yeah. high like expensive cities, you mm. know, I have friends in New York who they had an apartment together that was expensive. Like they had the same job. They don't want to get a side hustle to get into apartment, so right. they wait out the lease. The lease is over in three months. Well, that's what it felt like. Because I'm sure yeah. if, if Alabama Corey had moved in, I would have got my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. But because they probably have the, the, the or Corey may be the leaseholder, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, but that was a time. Woo, that yeah. that, yeah, was, that a was a time, time. to be alive. Yeah, I yeah. think that we lost if, contact too. So Corey, if you're listening, I'm sh- <laughs> I'm Corey, by chance, I'm <laughs> no, Corey he really, in Alabama. He was Hope fun. Everyone. It was a good time. He was very fun. He may have a house by now in Alabama. He's probably yeah. married with children. He's probably living his cishet fantasy. Get your life at this point. Mm, get your motherfucking. You know life. how men who date me or who entertain me go. Oh God, mm. they got to live their full on. You got cis-het. numbers um, being passed at you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, but I was going to say that um, I think there's a little bit of a difference. If you say you're wedding out your lease, I think I'd be more, we'd have, we wouldn't date right away. Yeah. But I may see you in three months. If you moved in with your ex. Yeah. I might be over I, in three months, though. Because exactly. it's going to be in the back of my head. That but I feel like you're the type of person, moment. though. You said what? You're the type of person. Yeah. I'm, I, I'd be over, I'm over it. No, no, no. I'd be over it, too. Yeah. Once yeah. I'm over it. Like, if I'm going to make a hard yes or no in this moment, and maybe 
later if it happens then we cool cross, but, but i'm right. not gonna i'm not gonna bookmark in the back of my head like hey three months from now he's not gonna be with this person so let me try again like you know it's but just, if they you called know. you you may answer I and can, I don't me- want to date you because I don't want you spending money that you should be saving to get your own place. Exactly. <laughs> That's six, true. This that $16 part. Right. going to the movie could go towards to some, some boxes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just that impression, like, not to sound snooty or anything, but it's just like, just the impression you start off with. Honestly, it's like, don't date. Just yeah. wait. Just wait. Just yeah. wait. It's okay. Because I, I understand people need affection and people like to be entertained and entertain people, yes. like, you know, but it's like, No. <laughs> or it would be different because sometimes I don't like people in my space. Yeah. But it would be different if you meet someone who's still living with their ex and they're now all of a sudden t- all o- at your house all the time. Yeah. That's yeah. a different mm, feel. I just right. saw a Twitter thing a about a guy who said that he had sex. He met this girl and had sex and just never went home. He just uh, rolled over and asked oh, her. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And then now it's on October. Yeah, October will be I a thought year. I were lesbians, though. No, that, that's the, a that cis couple, yeah. Oh, okay. And he oh, said, yeah. but people were joking, saying that it's lesbian love, the oh, way yeah, that he they do just move really moved fast. in. <laughs> and he basically just rolled over one day and was like, how much is the rent? And he's been paying with her or paying it all. I don't know. Well, now, would like, you be okay um, with that? Vegas. No. Uh, what? <laughs> no. You're about to make me vomit. I was like, you, you just you got to go. <laughs> just like, just like that one month. episode of Insecure, I think it's the season two, I mean, season three, episode two, mm-hmm. with Daniel overall, that light-skinned girl's house, and she was like, it's been three days. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. While she was on her computer, like, mm-hmm. it's been three days of you yeah. over here. I don't like people in my space like that. Okay. I don't. You can... The red flag is when the, the toothbrush comes in, the slippers, mm. the rope. They leave some underwear on the floor somewhere uh-huh. just to scare mm. people off. Mm-hmm. 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 I need a tooth. Well, I need a toothbrush. You need a toothbrush? Yeah. Over like at house? base house. Oh. So if I oh, wake okay. up, I need to brush my teeth. Yeah, yeah hell sure. yeah. yeah. So, no one's disagreeing with that's that. A, yeah. That's a fair request. Like yeah. toothbrush, like that Be Mary Jane episode where she was dating um, Sheldon Dwight. Mm-hmm. And he kept throwing away with that toothbrush. I was like, "Fuck him!" Yeah, yeah. I'd be over that too. Because yeah. just sending me a signal, a sign without uh, saying a clear one yeah. that this I just, just want, needs uh, to be sexual. And I, apparently, I need to leave. Yeah. as soon as we done. All I want is a clean That's mouth it. in the morning. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, you don't ask for much. That's fine. Come on, Crest. <laughs> well, are we ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So yes, KP Kyle Price. I'm here. What do you call him again? KP Holla 100. There okay. we go. KP I Holla might change my name now. I like, mean, when I read your Twitter handle fast, that's uh, what it looks like. Oh, on oh uh, yeah, Twitter. It's, Twitter's KP's world. KPS world. Okay, then what's the KP 100? KP that's Instagram. Holla. Oh, okay. Instagram. Okay. That's probably where you see it because yeah. I put that handle on there too. But gotcha. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Back to me. Uh huh. <laughs> so Slay TV, love at first night. With season three coming out yet? Has it been filmed? Like, where are we at with that? Season people want three it. is on a bit of hiatus. Okay. Um, because I'm going to Africa in two months. Wow. Not, where? Two months, two weeks. Sorry. Uh, Cape Town. Nice. Yeah. So I'll be there until the end of the year. But the premise of the show is already laid out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we started filming, but uh, technical stuff happens. Right. And um, we're gonna um pick back up whenever I get back out. Uh, get back to the states. And um, yeah. So season three is coming. It's pr- I'd say early next year. Okay. Yeah. And you're involved. Like, what is your actual title with Slate TV? Because I know you were you're kind of a heavy hitter and yeah. outside of acting in the web series. Well, mm-hmm. with Slate, I help um, I help promote and uh, do a lot on a lot of these shows. Um, for Love at First Night, um, on top of acting in the show, I've helped write the um, season three. Nice. So um, is yeah, this your first time writing for that season or for you... for the show? Period. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So. Um, 
Yeah, so this is my foray because I had plans on doing my own show afterwards. So for Slay TV, so I have um, some things in mind um, that I want to partner with Slay TV. So is there a premise to the show yet? Or I will drop all that when it's ready. Okay, we want exclusives. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh definitely, definitely. When we we'll talk offline. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I just I just help push the agenda, push everything because I really believe in this network and what they're trying to accomplish. It's like camaraderie within the web series, entertainment Mm -hmm. spectrum with black LGBT people. Like Mm -hmm. not even just black gay men, it's black gay women, it's trans community. It's, Mm -hmm. it's everything under the sun to see that, um, everybody is fairly represented on this network and even in any capacity, whether it be on, on the show and lifestyle, um, editorial um finances um government anything like just to show that there we can come together as a unit and help uplift each other and then also tell our own stories from our own perspective Mm. and mobilize each other to make everything successful you know what i mean so So speaking of own stories is there a specific episode of love at first night that really hit hard or even in a good way, mm-hmm. hit hard or sad that you could kind of really reconcile with that was written for your role or for another role that you had to act out. Um, I think the last episode in season two, mm-hmm. um, when we had that big fight, mm-hmm. that paint the was, picture for the listeners. Oh, okay. If you haven't seen the show, okay. Um, I dare I can't say it without giving away everything, but um, without spoiling, yeah, exactly. But um. Me and my boyfriend on the show, we have this huge fight over this misunderstanding that happens with my boyfriend's ex coming back in the picture mm-hmm. and communication. Who was abusive. Who was abusive and Ooh, what caused, in the green leaf? He, he was abusive mm-hmm. and caused him to have depression and go on pills and all this other good mm-hmm. stuff. And then he just resurfaced and triggered everything. And he's this type of person that's sneaky, manipulative, trying to get back in your life and ruin everything. Like he started fucking all his friends and everything too. So it was, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was, it was a whole lot. I wouldn't call in the midnight hour. (laughs) So like, unbeknownst to me, my character, um, he was still having communications with them, but we had this clear, we had this clear chat at the beginning of the season to be like, okay, as long as we avoid this person, we don't have to talk about it. There won't be any issues. But then he finds out that he was talking to him because they ended Mm. up working at the same school, but he never, told him that he never right. told his boyfriend that so he finds out from somebody else which is like triggers hmm, him that's to do always something the worst else. It, he it, and that's what i was trying to get at like we can have a discussion after that but mm-hmm. it, it, we had this big argument over just like where i'm at in life where you're at in life you know keeping stuff from things um from people because you know omissions like you didn't lie about anything but you omitted an omission it. is a lie that's it and <laughs> <laughs> thank you Sean. but but yeah it's, it was just a big like depending on the blow. circumstance yeah true and depending but, on the questions you but ask. that particular circumstance <laughs> was like nah dog you right. gotta like you make discuss, that a priority let's talk about this yeah, especially yeah, yeah. if we live together like every mm-hmm. day like and you knew this whole this whole time and then i hear from somebody else like it's why do other people in my relationship know more about my relationship right. than i do that's embarrassing wow. well my character not me but uh, so, but <laughs> i asked that question has that happened to you um Yes. Okay. Yes, it has happened. And I was just as livid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's more so it's more so I felt betrayed because I'm like, if I'm in something with somebody, it's like you're supposed to be my confidant, my friend. We talk about everything. Like that everything. is a betrayal. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, it's just it's just 
I don't want to hear anything about what we got going on from somebody from else. Because like, right. if you would have told me the situation, I would have been over it, but I would have been like, okay, it's cool because you told me. Right. So now I Come can take it. First. I can that's take it how I take it. Don't have me out here looking stupid. That's, that's it. When, Hashtag. When we, that's one of the reoccurring themes in Kiss and Tell. Mm-hmm. Do right. not have me out here looking stupid. But mm-hmm. that is why it is imperative that after you check the meat, oh my God. Exactly. you pull out a non-disclosure agreement. That, that we gotta start suing these hoes. <laughs> it's the, we gotta start taking people to court. Yes, I'm I'm fully <laughs> here for that. You are Mariah. <laughs> I can. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna play a little game. Is there any what else other products do you have working on? Is that it? you have Africa, um, Africa season three? I'm Africa, so jealous about three. Africa. Yeah, Cape Africa Town. is going to be everything. I can't wait to be. Out I need there. to travel more. I fought tooth and nail for that damn passport that they still haven't given yeah. me my refund for those expedition fees. <laughs> Call Trump. Wait, how long ago did you do it? Uh, this mm. last was, season. This was oh. in April. Yes. <laughs> oh, last season. <laughs> this was an ordeal. This oh, was okay. an ordeal, but I ended up getting it. But they need. They owe me sixty something. Sixty. 70 something dollars that oh, yeah. I want it's to get on that yeah because that can be oh, I just emailed them on Monday because mm-hmm. I just thought about it like damn I could really be using that money right now exactly you better follow up today um, you need to go knock on that window right excuse me this cashier nationally <laughs> but uh yeah so uh, any other projects that you're working on um well right now uh wrote season three for mm-hmm. uh love at first night um Congrats. going to Africa because I got recruited for modeling and commercial work out there nice. so I'll be working on a couple projects while I'm out there and yes. then um I'm trying to and you're tall how tall are you six two? um six one six one yeah uh, everybody thinks I'm short too. I thought you were short. Yeah, uh, th- thank you. I thought, but that's that's the thing about people who are, who you come across on the internet, mm-hmm. like I thought you were shorter than what you were going to be. Tons of people surprise me and are taller. Then what they're going to like? It's it's wild. I had a question. Yeah. Someone uh, I was talking about Mason the other day, and someone thought Mason was short. I'm like, no. Wow. Mason, he has a big person energy. Mm, like, and he'll yeah. let you know he's oh. six four at any. But I think because he's skinny oh. too. Oh, oh, check the meat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mason, check that meat. <laughs> but uh, so but yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, th- that's six one. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. Six one. So we're gonna ask you a couple questions. So okay. is this Kyle's advice? This is Kyle's advice. Okay. That's the name of the game. Okay. I love, this is my favorite part. So, yes. Six Brown Chicks comes out with a heap of They're my favorite. problematic I do questions. Love Six Brown Chicks. Everyone's, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I, so, I, I, you'll, you're in tune. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and they're from Chicago. Shout out to the shy. Right. So, we're going to ask you three questions. Answer okay. as quickly as possible. What's your knee-jerk reaction to okay. what the advice is? <laughs> okay. And then, you know, just do it. Just so, go for it. Okay. Yeah. So, Q1. Dating an older man, mm-hmm. an ex-Marine. I was in between homes, so I moved in within a week. Kind of about Char's topic. Mm-hmm. Things were cozy until recently. I got up in the middle of the night to get a drink, and I came back to bed to find him pointing a rifle at me. He says it's PTSD. Advice? Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Why are you even asking this question, Are girl? you kidding me? <laughs> he could have shoot to kill. Like, why? The fact that you even asking the this question is amendment. a blessing. But I was like, no, girl. <laughs> right. That's the very, no, girl. Get out of there. Why is he? Uh, oh, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. I would have peed. That Listen. drink that I just got out of the kitchen would have come right out of me. Mm-hmm. 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 I thought she was going to say something sexual, like he was bent over in line. Yeah, right. like, I, I, that's in I, negligee. And I was like, that was an M. Night Shyamalan plot twist. I didn't know, see come that on, coming. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> what a name, right? I know, right? What a name. It stands out, though. I, I, I love someone with a good name. Mm-hmm. A good middle name, too. M. Night Shyamalan. So, question. Uh huh. I always had a crush on my aunt's much younger boyfriend 
she goes through men like water. So I didn't even think it was a huge deal that if I started to see him too. She found out and exposed me to the entire family. She said that she was so in love and I ruined it. How do I save face? You can't. You just gotta eat bu- eat the um, faith. You gotta eat Fucked that. Fucked my husband. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like because the thing is, it's it's first of all, it's never that deep to try and like ruin somebody's relationship, much less a family member's relationship to do anything. You did it. You made the decision. Now you got exposed. You gotta be careful yeah. with those uh, sloppy seconds, yeah. especially family. You're and, yeah. and like nine yeah. times out of ten, it's never worth it. That happened so, to a friend exactly. of mine. Yeah. 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 Say that again. Nine say, times out of ten, it's never worth it. Come but, on. But that one time, these girls can't resist <laughs> temptation to save their life. Yeah, and I'm like, all that shit's gonna come right back to you yeah. too. Yeah. So, and I don't want to like, hear. Energy. Yeah. Keep that same energy. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so last question about Kyle's yes. advice. Yes. My fiance told me not to worry about this girl who was suddenly starting to hang out with his crew. Okay. So a red light ticket came in the house and she was driving his car in the photo. Mm-hmm. He says that she was, that he was too drunk to drive. And so she did him a favor. Advice. Okay, so read that one one more time. Just so, to make sure I got it right. To me, that one's no big deal. Yeah. Okay, that's right. good. So basically, his, or someone's fiance. So let's say your fiance, mm-hmm. and there's a new person that hanging around. Um, who's, that's a different gender or somebody. Well, in yeah. your some, instance, well, yes, it would be. Some random another, new boy. Yeah, a random new boy. Okay. Some new who BQ. Maybe a little, <laughs> yeah, some new BQ, right. And <laughs> studs and glitter. Okay. Um, and he said, basically, um, who started hanging out with the crew. So, okay, so a red light ticket came in the house, and she said... and said You forgot that she, the don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, he said don't worry about mm-hmm. it. So, all of a sudden, a red, t- a red light ticket came in the mail, so like the little flash. You don't have that in New York, but they in California... They have it in D.C. Okay, Chicago, yeah. you get Chicago it. they have it. Right. Specifically on the south side, okay. <laughs> targeting the browns and the blacks. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. I got that when I was 16. Um, so, a red light ticket came in the mail to our house, and she was driving his car in the photo... He says that he was too drunk to drive and she was doing him a favor. That's not a big deal. Like, okay. I mean, in that particular situation, it's just like, okay, that is a happenstance. Like, I was too drunk to drive. It's perfectly plausible. Mm-hmm. And That's it makes I'm... sense to have someone else drive. Yeah. Now, right. it would have been different mm-hmm. if the red light. Even if light, you don't trust her. Yeah. It would have been different if the red light thing came back and it was him driving. Because this is what I right. thought was going to happen. Him driving and her, her head in his lap. Mm-hmm. That's, what That's what I, I thought, thought too. too. Right. That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. was going to happen. When I was reading it the first time, I was like, oh, she's giving but you him know, dumb. The SB, SBC chat doesn't really have space in those 200 and some characters mm-hmm. to provide nuance. Right. So there might be more to that story. Right. True. I think the don't worry part kind of signaled that the person asking the question was insecure or yeah. had oh, like. Yeah. Or the other person maybe a little bit a little trifling, give up bad bad vibes or bad Watch energy. Watch you marrying. It uh-huh. ain't too late to not right. walk down that aisle because you just never know. You just never know until the caterer is booked. Once the caterer is booked, oh yeah, that's pretty. when it's official. Yeah, ain't no turning around. Yeah, like, we gonna do <laughs> this. Give me back my keep the deposit. <laughs> right, but well, you know you might as well just cut it off because it costs hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars to divorce, but only mm-hmm. like thirty dollars to get a marriage certificate and a million bucks yeah. to raise a baby. God forbid you get pregnant. Oof. But so. I have that. But well, thank you, KP. Thank you for, for inviting me. Yeah, no, for sure. This is a good intro to season what four, three. Oh, four. No, for my no. bad. I'm, th- I'm thinking about myself. you are glorifying okay. our oh. space, our energy, uh, our show. Okay. But I think you're a really good. Um, selection yeah, for welcome. the show so thank you thank you for being with us and um, before we get out of here mm-hmm. what's up i have to do my kat kudos all right time for the kiss and tell kudos 
So I have to first shout out the Lena Waithe, Chicago's finest. We love her. And Kid Fury. We love yes. him. By the way, did you guys, li- do you listen to the read? Uh, I listen every now and then. Yeah. I got a little shout out the other week. Kinda it was quite funny. <laughs> but uh, yes, Kid Fury has a HBO show in development yes, that's with big, Lena Waithe. Cannot wait that's big. for that. Kudos. Got to rally around that like we rally around it. Well, like I. Because I know, I've know i noticed that a lot of black gay men in Hollywood in particular, mm-hmm. they're not really a fan of Insecure. Like, really? It's like, it's, they're not like running to the TV like I am. Oh, okay. It's kind of like, yeah, I caught it type thing. I, that's just what I've noticed on my Twitter and in real life. Interesting. Um, also, Michael Arsenault, I Can't Date Jesus. Oh, Fantastic book. He's been doing his rounds with press. Yeah, like he's, he's going to be on the Breakfast Club. Club. Right. He did, yeah. He was the bartender for Watch What Happens Live, mm-hmm. Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen, right. Yeah, he's been making Bravo. his rounds. He's making moves. But the book is good. If you do not have it, go get it. He is now New York Times bestselling author. It is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> From the first few pages, it's hilarious. And also, I have to shout out someone who was on Kiss and Tell this year. If I can get my list together. Guys, I'm working electronically today. You know, no, normally I have a list, but. With new Wi-Fi in the building, too. I said, <laughs> level up. Angelica <laughs> Ross, right. we know her as Can- Miss Candy. <laughs> Abundance, ferocity on uh, FX's pose, Ryan Murphy's pose. She uh, is going to be the executive producer and starring in King Esther, which is a web series um, on, set to follow a daring transgender woman, Esther. Uh, which is Esther is played by DJ Joseph, not Angelica, but she's in it. Um, in New Orleans, as she navigates her sexual identity and her quest for stardom, while the destruction of Hurricane Katrina threatens to destroy everything she holds dear. And guess who also is starring in this alongside Angelica? Carucci. No. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Nigarosa. Are you serious? No. Who coined Omarosa? the term Nigarosa? Uh, in an online Jennifer rant. Uh, no. <laughs> Who coined that? Tamar they Braxton. Went on, and, oh. Oh, Tamar's not that clever. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> Janet Hubert. Oh. Uh, the original Aunt Viv. The black dress. In, yes. <laughs> the black dress. <laughs> the black dress. The black dress. Yes. That's what I should have said. Yes. Oh, okay. The black Dark dress is going okay. to be in this project as well. So I'm looking forward oh, to it. Oh, that's going to be fiesta. It is going to be <laughs> yeah. quite the fiesta. So, uh, yes, that is who my KT Kudos is. I know that tons of us are out here moving and shaking. Mm-hmm. I sh- I'm sorry I couldn't get more of us in there. But, yeah, we have more episodes, more weeks to go. Mm-hmm. So shout out to you all. We're back. Welcome back, guys. Yay. Thank you again, KP, for being our first episode. Thank you. Don't forget to me. use hashtag right. KT Radio. Hashtag. I did that earlier today. I got you guys. Yeah, you yes. did. You're on it. And where can we find or everyone else find you? Sorry. Okay. Well, um, on Twitter, it's KP's, KP's World. KPS World. Um, on Instagram, it's KP Holla, the number 12. Uh, not KP Hollow 100. Shaw. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but Misleading. That's, the, um, the yeah, that's where I'm usually at. And then Facebook, it's uh, Kyle Price. You could just search me and I'm there. But um, yeah, I'm on all of that. Good. Anything mm-hmm. else? Uh, I don't think I have anything else I'm to add. Too. I'm sure I'm once in. I get home, I'll be mad and be like, damn it, why did I forget to say Tweet that? Tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet it out. We'll have a discussion on that. We're back, guys. Cool. Sorry we're late. I don't know when you all will hear this, but always remember to check the meat. 
vote in November. <laughs> the primary so mad that uh, Cynthia Nixon lost to Andrew Cuomo, but <sighs> that's not my business. Miranda. I'm yeah, true. I'm on the West Coast. Yeah, that's very New York. New York, you let and me down. we're out of here. Yeah, but we're gonna find Char. We have new followers. We oh, have new listeners. Char says so across the board. Jay Spring across the board. Mm. I love us for I real, guys. See you Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all.